Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Let's Go with Julio podcast. I'm a tech marketer turned leadership coach on a mission to educate, inspire, and empower you to unlock your best, most authentic self as a leader. If you're ready to confront the hard things getting in the way of your success in a way that's real and honest and loving, then you're in the right place because you can and you will. Let's go. Hi, everyone. What a year it has been. Welcome to episode 19. It's a blessing to be with you in your ear, wherever you are, you know, doing laundry, going for a bike ride, walking, driving, listening, meditating, whatever that is for you in this space as the year comes to close and you spend time in the holiday spirit. I recognize for some of you, the holidays are difficult, and I just want to call that out and acknowledge that. But my hope is that as you listen to this, you can keep your heart open and in the flow, even when it's hard. Ricky and I, our fabulous producer behind the scenes making this all happen, we have reflected on all of the successes and the love and the feedback, all the work we have done. Really, I would say the first 20 episodes have been an experiment, trying to figure out what's the message, how do we serve you, the listener, in the richest, fullest way possible through, you know, just me on the mic, to interviews, to the timing and the content and the structure and da-da-da-da-da. We've learned a lot. And so what we're going to do is we're going to close out season one on episode 20, and we're taking time to bring back in a stronger, richer, more higher vibrational way season two. 2024 is going to be the year of content, the year of stepping into my power and putting myself out there because I have been paying attention to the still small voice in me that is telling me to put myself out there. And actually, that's the topic for today's episode. We are talking about the still, small voice that is always, in all ways, speaking to you. Now, what do I mean? The best way to explain this is actually to bring in Mama O, Miss Oprah Winfrey, because I learned about the still, small voice back in 2018, for those of you who, who know or don't know, 2018 was my rock bottom. It was my dark night of the soul. I had been let go four times in a row for some big jobs, working with CEOs on really strategic projects, okay? Trying to figure out how do we bring a brand new brand and product to market. So these were high stakes. We used to talk about it as, quote unquote, flying too close to the sun. And sometimes when you fly too close to the sun, you're going to get burnt. It's the name of the game. The childhood trauma and the pain that I had growing up. I had a very difficult father. I had, a, I had a tough mom. And I had to grow up early. But I didn't tell anyone about that stuff. I mean, I specifically remember bottling it up. Like, put mentally, I would put all of that in a treasure chest, throw away the key. I never wanted to think about that part of my life because it wasn't going to serve me and I didn't want to sit in that energy space. How many people right now, you listening to this, have unresolved pain and unresolved issues that you have bottled up somewhere because you think you can get away with it, that it's just going to dissipate and go away. You think it's not important. I would invite you to consider whether any of that is showing up in your life today in ways that you didn't expect. That was happening for me. Pain that isn't processed gets projected into your life, 
into your relationships and into your work. And so all the pain and the trauma from getting kicked out in high school was actually showing up at work because I was getting triggered by certain managers. I would end up at some point inevitably through a reorg rolling up under somebody who reflected back the energy of my father. I was triggered and dysregulated. My nervous system had taken over into fight mode and I was trying to fight everything because I was trying to be the savior. People would say in my performance reviews, oh, he had so much empathy for the customer, too much empathy for the customer. And look, don't get me wrong, there are things that the corporate world has done wrong and we'll get into that, but for now I'm owning and taking responsibility for where I was because I wasn't willing to listen, I wasn't paying attention. My head, my intellectual cerebral triggered nervous system, dysregulated nervous system, had its hands on the steering wheel. And so 2018, I get fired for the fourth time and oh my goodness, the pain of that hit me like a hurricane because all of the Apple rejection, all of the Google rejection, all of the Tumblr rejection, and now the Airbnb rejection. I'm literally at the height of my career having daily meetings with the CEO of Airbnb, Brian Chesky. How does this happen? And it happens in quiet. I sign an NDA. I take some money. No one knows. We keep it under wraps. I don't tell anybody because I'm deeply ashamed. I'm sh literally shackled to shame, suffering in silence, in secret. And what, what do humans do when we're trying to avoid difficult emotion and not feel pain? We find our ways to numb, whether that's through working, whether that's through food, whether that's through the gym, through partying, through sex, through drugs, whatever that is for you. We find ways to distract so that we don't have to be with the uncomfortable feeling. And so that was the first thing I did is I went to pills and I went to parties and I did a little bit too much and took something that I wasn't aware of and everything went white. That is when I started to develop my faith. I'm on my hands and knees crying. I have almost taken my life. I say, Lord divine intelligence, universe, whatever you call it, help me, give me something. What is going on here? What's the message? And I call a mentor who was a former head of marketing at Coca-Cola and a marketing executive at Airbnb who had also departed Airbnb. And he took the phone call and I said, what's going on? What's wrong here? What is wrong with me? And he said, that's the wrong question. The question is, is what happened to you? What happened to you that allowed you and taught you how to behave this way in these circumstances? And you need to go heal your heart so you can hone your gift. And he actually helped nudge me and introduce me to Oprah. One of his assignments for me and pushes for me was to go and watch Oprah, learn from Oprah, learn how to heal my heart so that I can hone my gift. And he pushed me even further, not just go watch something, but actually go do a little report on it and come back to me, help me understand what you learned. And that was the moment where in 2018, I'm without a job, I have a nice severance, I'm sitting at home, I'm depressed and miserable. So I'm sitting here and I literally have watched all 4,561 episodes of the Oprah Winfrey show that I could find because I was looking for the lessons. At that point, what else was I going to do? I didn't want to party. I had literally almost just taken my life. 
So that was the last thing I wanted. I came home from that experience and threw out all my pills and stopped the alcohol and said, I need to go, I need to get still and I need to heal myself. Something's broken here. That was my dark night of the soul. And so I watched all of these Oprah episodes and I started to learn so much from her and the guests and the way that in which she was connecting with the guests and the audience and the messaging. And it felt like she was speaking to me and that God was speaking through her to me. And that's when I heard this episode around following and surrendering to the still small voice. This is a clip from an Oprah episode uh, in the early 2000s. It was a filming called After the Show. So she shoots her show, and then after, she does some Q&A with the audience. And this woman in the audience asks Oprah a question. She gives an answer. And I'm realizing, wow, this is a light bulb moment. So listen to this, and then we'll talk about it. I wanted to ask you, was it one point in your life when you were developing your career, was it a point that you questioned, was it truly was your passion? No, there wasn't for me, because it was just... What I have, what I have that I believe is really my gift is the ability to surrender to a will that is greater than myself. What I have been able to do is to listen to the inner voice of your life, to listen to that calling. And sometimes you might have something that's a, that's a drive in your head that's very, very strong that's not the, not the true calling. So you have, to, you have to be able to honor that because if you're pressing, pressing, pressing uh, towards something and not and not getting there, it means you need to stand back and listen, and listen to what the real voice is. That's what I found. If you're pressing, 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 and you're not getting there, then you need to stand back and listen. That, to me, was an aha. Because in 2018, after continuing to make the same mistakes in my relationships and in my work, I needed to hear that that I was pushing and pushing and pushing and that there were multiple voices inside me that were telling me to go this way and go that way. For me, I like to think about it in terms of two types of voices, the head voice and the heart voice. The head voice is often accusatory or it's questioning me. It's a spitfire, a series of hypothetical what ifs and questions and doubts that leave me in this state of agita and discomfort. It almost feels like an annoying micromanaging manager or or my dad, you know, throwing back to childhood that was just so argumentative and hostile and aggressive and nasty. I know that voice because it comes from my head. It's cerebral and intellectual and comes from my head. The other voice is way more still. That's the heart voice. That is for me, and it's different for everybody, so I'm sharing this with you in hopes that you may do your own self-reflection. Tune in right now to the different voices that are within you. For me, the head voice is accusatory. It's lots of questioning. There's There's a tone of voice to it that comes with this doubt, this doubt and lack of worthiness in myself, whereas the heart voice comes from a totally different space. It's soft and it's gentle. And it's loving, and it's not a question. It's more of a declaration, a knowing. Make this phone call. Respond to this email. Introduce yourself to this person. Write that post. Do this episode. Take this class. It sounds just like that. It's, it's a gentle, kind, 
loving inner knowing. And it presents itself as a different energy in my body than the intellectual voice, the ego voice, the head-oriented voice. That's my experience of it. I didn't realize that until 2018. It took me a long time to find that still small voice inside of me. I have been following that voice for a few years now. And that still small voice I have been following led me to last week being in a room with Oprah Winfrey and Gail King and the entire team for a whole day focused on turning pain into power. How beautiful and divine is that? I want to share the story because the story is a living proof example of what happens when you are paying attention to the still small voice. You follow it and then you let go. You surrender to what life has to offer you. And that got me in the space of Oprah and her team last week. And my hope is is that it serves as inspiration for you as you begin to plan what is it that you wanna manifest in 2024. That's why we're here today. (laughs) Okay, so let me tell you from the beginning about this story, okay? Because anyone who knows me knows, y'all, that this is a big deal for me. (laughs) So here I am, end of 2023, having been with Oprah deeply from 2018, the lowest point of my life, taking those lessons, embodying those lessons, living those lessons, which got me to begin the healing journey, cultivate my spirituality, do the work to now become an entrepreneur, trying to help leaders get out of their heads and into their hearts. I've got this podcast, I've got the one-on-one coaching, my speaking business, going out there, sharing my story with groups of people in order to inspire and motivate them. This TEDx talk comes out and 2023 looks like it can't get any better for me when it comes to paying attention to that still small voice. And then my birthday hits. November 30th, two things happen. First thing in the morning, the TEDx talk from Harlem launches. Now, my talk was in October, and they tell you at some point it'll be live. It went live on my birthday. But then another thing happened on my birthday. I get an email from an Oprah producer, and they want to talk. I could just feel the tingling in my heart just saying that, like, come on. How divine is that, that on my birthday, these two things, these gifts happen to me? So the still small voice tells me, okay, we'll continue to enjoy your birthday. Send the email back. When when it's meant to be, you will be in touch with this producer. We get on a phone call a couple days later, and we talk for a while. Then he ends up wanting to talk to my husband, Jonathan. They talk. And then we don't know what's happening. We're waiting, waiting, waiting to see. And again, the still small voice says, just let it be. Don't worry about it. If it happens this time, great. If it doesn't happen this time, that's fine. You've had the experience. Just stay blessed in it and surrender to it and allow the universe to do what it wants to do. And then finally, we get a phone call saying, it is confirmed that before the end of this year, I will be spending a day in the same energy space as Oprah and the whole team. What are the chances of that? (laughs) John and I were thinking about, we were reflecting on our experience after it, and the word that came to mind was belonging. We really felt like 
we belonged there. We were welcomed and received and seen. What a special culture, what special values to uphold. I mean, it was really a beautiful experience. It felt so fluid and natural. Like this is exactly where I was supposed to be because I have been paying attention to that still small voice that says, you have a powerful message to share. You have a remarkable series of stories and experiences from all of this time in tech that you can share to benefit leaders and you have done the work and continue to do the work and you can do it in such a way that you can help make the spiritual practical for leaders and help people, especially in 2024 and beyond, get out of their head. We don't need more how-tos. There's so many how-tos. We have to talk about what's getting in the way. We have to equip ourselves, leaders, with the tools, the emotional tools to be able to navigate complexities, difficult emotion, competing emotion, multiple emotion. The rate at which the world is changing is faster than our capacity to manage, and we all need to build and bolster our skill set, and now is the time. Because behind the title of chief of staff or CEO or VP or SVP, behind the label of the big company, behind how large your team is or how much money you've raised or how sexy your product is, you are a human being. And underneath all of those labels and all of that armor, I, you and me are human. And I felt that with Oprah. I felt that in seeing her and engaging with her and looking in her eyes and shaking her hand and talking with Gail as we walked down the hallway, she's the same person off camera as she is on camera because she is true and in her power. And that's what I believe the message was for me. That was one of the lessons for me. And so I share this story not to boast about how I got to meet Gail and Oprah. I share this because paying attention to that still small voice has changed the trajectory of my life. Paying attention to that still small voice led me from being in the darkest, coldest place of my life in 2018 to now in 2023 as we come to a close, having a thriving business and having met Oprah Winfrey, y'all. And I believe now that that is the key here for all of us is to get out of our head and into our hearts and listen to the still voice, the heart voice, not the head voice. A lot of us know the experience of the head voice, but how many of us are able to say, hey, you, you're not in charge here, and you can go into that heart voice space and access it. That is what it means to have a big, brave heart, and that is actually the technology of courage. To use the technology of courage is to use the process that gets you out of your head and into your heart. More on that in the TED Talk. Please watch it. Go to YouTube, Julio, Technology of Courage, and let me know what resonates for you. It's still an early idea, but I think that there's something here, and I'm just gonna continue to follow that still small voice, and little by little, it's going to take shape, and I just have to trust that and believe in that. As your 2023 is coming to a close, and you're thinking about 2024, I'm trying to inspire you to pay attention to your life, specifically the still small voice, 
that is trying to nudge you to become more of yourself next year? What is it asking you to do? And my hope for you is that this episode has awakened you to recognize that there is an inner part of you that knows what it really wants. And may you, during this time, slow down enough such that you can hear it and that you can feel it. May you offer yourself the space to slow down so that you can claim that voice for yourself. So if you feel that now listening to this, open up your phone, grab a piece of paper and a pen and jot down the still, sweet, small voice of my life is trying to tell me and finish that out. See what comes. There are big things coming for 2024 for all of us. And I am delighted to be here on this journey with you. We'll see you for one more episode. We're going to launch that in early January, and that will be intended to get you set up your intentions, your goals, your systems. How can you start 2024 strong? And we're going to take some time to work on a fabulous, really exciting, high vibration season two. For those of you who still want to stay in touch while we take that pause, follow me on IG at Let's Go With Julio. I'm going to be doing more reels. I'm going to be doing more on my YouTube channel. Also, Let's Go With Julio. Thank you all for being here and for believing in me. I love you. I see you. May you have a beautiful, happy, healthy holiday. Let's go, baby. Let's go.